You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Okay, let's talk about the Flopcast. Where every week we drink a lot of coffee and we talk about comic books, movies, conventions, music, Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, don't forget the coffee. Lots of weird, obscure pop culture stuff from the 70s and 80s. And chickens. Yeah, chickens. This will be the stupidest half hour of your week. We guarantee it. You can find us on the ESO Network. And... Flopcast.net Hello and welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show Podcast. I am your host, the Monster, back to give you a review of Deadpool 2 with my co-host, Mr. Gene. Hey, how y'all doing today? Good to be back. So we're going to do the review soon enough. But I decided... Just for shits and giggles. And giggles and shits. To play Marvel Trivia with the Jelly Belly Bean Boozled Jelly Beans. In which we're going to ask each other random questions from this Marvel book called Obsessed with Marvel which is about 2,500 questions. So it's going to be a random set of questions. We'll have four answers to choose from. If we get it right, good for us. We don't have to eat a fucking jelly bean. If we get it wrong, you have a 50-50 chance of having a good flavor or a bad flavor. If you get the good flavor, you get a pass. If you get the wrong one, you get an X. We should explain what Bernie Bop beans are. They're based out of the Harry Potter movies. Right. Uh, they're generally just... Jelly Belly made these series of jelly beans since the Harry Potter days that could be lemon, could be, I don't know, barf, barf could be toothpaste. Milk, yeah. Fish. And it's completely random. The colors are all the same, and you just pick a bean. Right. So sometimes it's good. Sometimes you just want to hear the other person just <laughs> yak it up. So that's the fun part. Yes, and I have a chaser that's beer. That's going to be great. That's like <laughs> brushing your teeth and drinking orange juice. Yeah, this is a great idea. Let's do this. Yes. All right. So, would you like to go first, or you'd like me to go first to ask you a question? Ask me the question. You've got the book. All so right. Go ahead. So, I have the book in my hand. So, your first question is going to be question number 2009. That was a terrible year. <laughs> All right. Let's go. What do you got? Yeah, that was the beginning of when I was going to get laid off soon. Oh, great. Good times. Good times. Temporary layoffs. Good times. Easy credit ripoffs. Good times. Scratching and surviving. Good times, Gene. God damn it. Come on. Stay with the program. All right. Your question. Again, this is number 2009. Under Horror Heroes. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> All right. How long did Ulysses Bloodstone live? So, you don't know who that is. I don't know who the fuck that is. So, you got four choices. Mm. A, nearly a century. B, a millennium. C, 5,000 years. Or D, 10,000 years. Uh, I'll go with B. B. Just random guessing. 
No. Give me the birdie bot. Mmm, bop. Birdie. How does this work? Uh, pull off the lid. Push it down. Uh, uh, I got two. So I pick one. All right, it's, um... Oh. It's booger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mm, boogers. Mm, okay. All right, so that's one X for Gene, oh. and, and we're playing to five X's. All right, so your question is one thousand fourteen. Yes. Your question, sir, for one thousand fourteen is as follows: What is the home of the Dark Elves in the Asgardian Nine? Worlds. Is you, this under Thor, I'm assuming? I'm assuming, yes. It is Obsessed with Marvel, The Avengers. The Avengers. Okay. Um, okay, so your questions are Nif, Niflheim, um, Muspelheim, Alfhelm, or Stravatalfhelm. <laughs> now, the good thing is you've watched Dark World, like, more times, throw Dark World more times than you'd like to realize. Uh, please, your answer. Would you like me to repeat your options again? Would you repeat the question, please? I can try to. <laughs> uh, what is the home of the Dark Elves in the Asgardian Nine Worlds? Okay. That's Niflheim, uh, Muspelheim, Alfhelm, or Starvarthal Alfhelm. Sorry, it's terrible. I'll do the Niflheim, whatever that is. Uh, okay, B? that's A. A? Okay. Hit A again. Uh, hitting A again. And it's... And the answer is D, the one I couldn't pronounce properly. Just you mean like all the other ones were really good? <laughs> all right, so... I thought it was Niflheim too. I swear to gosh. I thought you gotten it. Right, so now it's my turn. Um, I have a choice of something that looks like... Um, moldy cheese. Oh God! Or caramel corn, or the rotten egg, or buttered popcorn, or the booger, or the juicy pear. I'm not sure which take one. Take one and put it to the side. Take the other and put it to the side. Yeah. So you got two, two. All okay. right. Just take one. Oh God! <laughs> no, you can't spit them out. I don't want to eat it. Right. Oh. I was. <coughs> give, give, just... <laughs> right, that's fucking. That's good. That's yeah. Is that recycled? Yeah, let's throw it in there. Oh, that was moldy cheese. Mmm, moldy cheese. There are no winners in this game. It's like a drinking game. It's like Duff beer. Duff beer for you. It, it needs more Duff dog beer for me. Oh god! <laughs> Here, just give me that. Yeah. I know I'm going to be eating it, pretty sure. <coughs> All right, my question, please. I've already turned to the page. Oh, you closed it. No, it's okay. Uh, oof. So the score at home. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing. One to one. Uh, your number is 2191. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I can still taste it. Oh, lovely. The Fresh Maker. That's not a Fresh Maker. <laughs> <laughs> It is the opposite. Twenty-one ninety. All right, so this is dealing with cosmic characters. Fuck. Go ahead. 
I don't even know who this is. That's the question. Who is Robert Hunter? My options. A, uh, A is Blue Shield. Uh-huh. B, Nitro. Uh-huh. C, Star-Lord. Uh-huh. Or D, Major Victory. That's our first option. Blue Shield. Sure, that one. <laughs> Guessing randomly. Please, please. Fuck. Of course not. Who is he? B, Nitro. Oh, he's the guy who killed the kids in the Civil War. All right, so this is going to be either toothpaste or blueberry. Nice blueberry. Yay! <laughs> so you get a pass. All right, so my question is 1924. One moment, please, while we turn the pages of time to find the answers. Okay, Monster, your question is... <laughs> Whom did Luke Cage marry? A, Harmony Young. B, Dr. Claire Temple. C, Misty Knight. Or D, Jessica Jones. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, I believe that is correct. I think I just read that. D, you are correct. You get a pass. I'd be smart and you be slow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, 1980. It was the year very that was. Very good year. 1980 was a very good year. Empire Strikes Back came out that year. Yeah. Yeah, I right. know. We got that. Because I'm thinking 81. No, that's uh, Indiana Jones. Which is also another good year. Okay, 1980. This is dealing with Marvel Knights. K-N-I-G-T-S. All right. All right. Who was not one of the criminals whose abilities were transferred to the Masked Marauders Tri-Mans... Sorry. To the Masked Marauders Tri-Man in Daredevil issue number 22. This is from 1966. Oh, that's good. Neither one of us were, were born. I was born a year after. All right. So your choices are A, the torpedo, Mm -hmm. B, the dancer, C, the mangler, Mm -hmm. or D, the brain. I'm going to say the torpedo. Torpedo. God Ah! damn it. Yeah, because I knew he was an earlier character, I think. Okay. That's how I'm guesstimating. Okay. Randomizer is going 2324. In the year 2324. Oh, jeez. This is towards the end of the goddamn book. Jeez. Hopefully it's new stuff. Uh, yeah. All right, 2324, <laughs> here we go. Your category is cosmic characters. Mm. Your question is, what was the job of James Michael Starling's friend, Amber Grant? Was Miss uh, Amber Grant a nurse? Or B, was she a reporter for the Daily Bugle? Or C, was she an artist's life model? Or D, was she a freelance photographer for the Daily Bugle? I want to say the reporter, but I also want to say photographer. Okay, is that your final answer? I won't go with the photographer. That's answer D? Yep. Ah. And you luck on 
I thought it was Peter Parker, but that's just Rock It can't on. just be one guy that does that. Right. It can't be just Peter. He's you a can't cut him either. Yeah, because he's got to fight as Spider-Man. Yeah. And have his camera held up so he takes pictures for himself. So what's the score now? It's still tied 1-1. Oh, great. So. And it's the taste of, well, berry blues in my mouth. That's fine. The lingering taste of pain. <laughs> Okay, your question is going to be number 1336. Okay. And that is under the X-Men. Okay. All right. So, which Morlock terrorist from Gene Nation, (laughs) you Nation, (laughs) joined the X-Men? Letter A, Mikhail Rasputin. Mm -hmm. B, Vessel. C, Marrow. Or D, Callisto. I'm going to say marrow. Marrow. Like the bone. God damn. Okay. Good on you. Randomizer continues. 171. Oh, golden age stuff, maybe. Not silver age. Your 171 question. <laughs> Who is it under? Okay. Uh, category Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, good. 171. How was Dr. Doom's face finally destroyed beyond repair? Okay, so A, his experimental machine blew up when he tried to contact his mother's spirit. Mm. B, his he first donned his newly forged mask before the metal had cooled. <laughs> C, he was defigured by soldiers um, by order of King Vladimir of Latveria. Or D, it was ravaged by exposure to cosmic radiation. Of course, the D would be because of the movies, but that's not it. Mm. He wouldn't be an idiot to put on hot metal <laughs> on his <laughs> no, face. <that> was... <laughs> so, process of elimination. Um, what are the only two remaining ones? Uh, a, his experimental machine blew up when he tried to contact his mother's spirit. Right. Or C, he was disfigured by soldiers by order of King Vladimir of Latveria. Um, let's go with uh, the machine that he built. I believe that is correct. It is not. Surprise. It is B? Are you serious? And B again is... He first donned his newly forged mask before the metal had cooled. What an idiot. What kind of doctor would do that? Oh, but I got it wrong. Oh, yeah, you did it wrong. Here you go. Mm. Mm. Birdie bop. Okay, this is white. Oh, no. So this is either it's the spill... Semen? Spo- <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, whale semen. No, just take that. That's better. Spermaceti? Sure, just go with that. Spermicide. Yeah. That's, that's sperm. That committed suicide. Uh, it's either coconut or spoiled milk. You had this before. No, I didn't. Well, you had... Okay, you had H cheese, right. And the temples of Mati <laughs> throb, and he makes a face. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, I go. I gotta yeah, yeah. I don't think oh, like, I'm, well, I'm giving you the book. Oh, man. Uh, what am I losing at this? This is your idea. I know. My mistake. <laughs> your question is number 2336. 
Skidoo. 23-24. So this is under the heading of Cosmic Characters. <laughs> what was the job of James Michael Starling's... This is this. I asked you this one. He repeated? 23-24. Yeah, so let me just... D. <laughs> no, I'm going to answer another question. That was the same question, right? It was the same question. You didn't answer D? No, because you're not going to give you that. Oh, well, no, I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no. So we beat the randomizer, somehow repeated? Yeah. It's very strange. All right. 1778. The year after we did Independence? Two years. Yeah, 76, right. Sorry. Don't know much about history. history. Don't know much about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so much fun seeing you flip through pages. Especially on an audio program. <laughs> All right. So, under the Incredible Hulk. Great. Your question is I don't know why they put this under Incredible Hulk when it's Doctor Strange. So, who was Doctor Strange's love interest in the story? Uh, in stories by Roger Stern and Marshall Rogers. Mm-hmm. A is Madeline Saint Germain. B Sarah Wolf. C Morgana Blessing. Or D Victoria Bentley. God, I still taste the milk. I have no idea. I thought it was Sela. Sela's not in there. Uh, I guess I'm gonna guess A. There's no. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. So I would think C would be Morgana, but. Ah, fuck. Is it Morgana? It's Morgana. All right, this is either long clippings or lime. Mm. It's long clippings. All right. But apparently you like long clippings. I didn't tell you I have a stuffed up nose, did I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't have a <laughs> So is that where you're eating it from? Up your nose with a remote? Well, I don't usually eat grass. I sometimes smoke Smoking. it. Yeah, but. Yes, Your Honor, we have him on a podcast. It's number 960. 960, sir. I'm losing, right? No, is, we're, we're, t- we're tied 2-2. Who is Amora? Uh, your when the moon hits your eyes like a big pizza pie, that's is she one of the Norns? Norns, N O R N S Norns. Norns. B Loki's wife. C is she Mother Night or D is she the Enchantress? This is the Avengers. Norns, Loki's wife, Mother Night or the Enchantress. I want to say, like, Ella's Enchantress. Like, no, that's not the exact same movie. That's not with <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> uh, let's just go with Enchantress. I'm going to be wrong. I don't think so. I think this is correct. You got it oh. right. Peter. Okay, your question is 2143. And we're still tied. Now 2-2 two, two apiece. Go ahead. I'd like some more jelly beans, please. I'd like to phone a friend, please. 
Can you eat this jelly bean for me? <laughs> oh, God, there's dead fish in here. There's yeah. barf. Oh, God, stinky socks. Canned dog food. And those are the good flavors. No, but I'm boom. All right, your question under horror heroes twenty one forty three. Who is? Oh, sorry. Who is Martin Bancroft? <laughs> and Bancroft's son? No. Oh, no sorry. Idea. Who is Martine? Sorry, Martine Bancroft. Um, it's a girlfriend of Zero Cochran. B, Michael Morbius' fiance. C, actress at the Lanzi Studios. Or D, voodoo sorceress based in New Orleans. I'm going to go with Michael Morbius's okay. whatever, because that sounds familiar. But it's completely wrong. Oh, okay. Thank you God. got it. All right. Keep pull, going. Pull that out of your rabbit's hat. Sometimes random luck just helps you out. Two, uh, 283 is your question, sir. Okay. 283 is under the category of Fantastic Four. Okay, and your question is... Mm-hmm. Oh, you should get this. I think, which legendary figure did Ben Grimm impersonate, impersonate uh, on a time trip? A, Count Dracula, B, Frankenstein's monster, C, the golem, or D, Blackbeard the pirate? Ben Grimm and not the thing? No. Technically speaking, I think he does it as the thing. Okay. My memory serves Okay. Um, it has to be Gollum. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I believe it is Blackbeard the Pirate. It's a bad, it's an old story. And it is Blackbeard the Pirate. Enjoy your jelly bean. Mm. <laughs> Thank you and drive through. Oh, you keep dropping things. That's a spoiled milk when you love those. No, no thanks. Um, I'll go with the, the spotted green one. Okay. Light green. And that one is... Juicy pear. Yeah. You're right. Okay, enjoy. Pear. <laughs> yeah, turn the, the book to the question. Okay. All right. So your question is going to be number 14... 42, uh-huh. dealing with the X-Men. Okay. Which event in X-Men's history is restaged in the original Marvel's 1994? In the original Marvel, sorry. Let me repeat this question again. You can't read. Please. In which, sorry, which event in X-Men's history mm-hmm. is restaged in the original Marvel's? Or Marvels. Fuck it. Okay, good. Got it. Go. Okay, nineteen ninety-four. Marvels. Okay, good. Okay, the the Alex Ross comic, I think. Okay, A. Magneto's first battle with the Mm X-Men. B. The Stranger's confrontation with Magneto in New York. C. First public appearance of the Sentinels. Or D. Dark Phoenix's Dark Phoenix's battle with the X-Men in Central Park. I think it's A. Yeah, I would say so, too, because that's a memorable poster. Oh! First appearance of the Sentinels. Oh, yeah, I do remember that, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Three. Wait. Eat them up, yum. One. 
I haven't had pink yet. Oh god, pink is either dead fish or strawberry banana smoothie apparently. Strawberry. I'm glad I am Asian. <laughs> <laughs> because that tastes disgusting, but I eat a lot of disgusting fish things. So that was strawberry banana? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank God it's only a mob. Oh. All right. Anchovy like, but with a tomato cream base on the side. With a twist. Oh, God. So that's now score of three to two. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I really am glad I'm Asian. I would have. I don't think I'd be able. To. All right, so your question is two thirteen. Yeah. Who is Nang Nak with an accent? Kantu Nakantu. And then there's an apostrophe K A N T U. Nakantu is this person a member of Bride's Vampire Hunters? B the Living Mummy. C a member of the Monster Hunters, or D Voodoo Priest in Tales of the Zombie. What's the subject? Subject is Horror Heroes. I don't know, but I'll go with the... Vamp, uh, Voodoo Priest mm -hmm. in Tales of the Zombie. B was the correct answer, The Living Mummy. Ain't no such thing about a living mummy. Mm, I know it. Okay. I'm going to go with the kind of off-white color. So this is either the rotten egg or the buttered popcorn. Oh, my God. It's buttered popcorn. <laughs> I have not had that in such a while. And you're happy with this? Yeah. Lucky you. All right. <sighs> so the score is still... Three to two. Your favor? In my favor, as, as, as in I only have two. <laughs> okay. And you have three. All right. Question is number, number 1179, and that's dealing with the X-Men. Okay. With whom or what did Wolverine and Alpha Flight join forces to combat the uncanny X-Men Issues 139 through 140 in 1980. A. Wildchild. B. The Master. C. The Great Beast. Or D. A. Wendigo. Oh, crap. This one I know. Uh, what, okay, so besides the Master and the Wendigo, what's the, second, what's the third one? Third one is Nothing. The Great Beast. I'll go with The Great Beast. I was going to say Wendigo. That's what it is. Fuck me. No, but the jelly beans will. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, butter popcorn. Thank God. Okay. I hate butter popcorn, so it will be a bad flavor. <laughs> so you have one more and you win? No, no, no. That's not how this works? You have to get to five X's. Oh, crap. So, you got to save with that butter popcorn. 1842. Category, Marvel Knights, with a K. Which S.H.I.E.L.D. agent became infiltrated with Elektra in Elektra Assassin? 
Again, which S.H.I.E.L.D. agent became, oh, I'm sorry, not infiltrated, infatuated with Elektra in Elektra Knights. The guy who played Galaga. Hmm? The guy who played Galaga. Answer A is Clay Quartermain. B is John Garrett. C is Alexander Pierce. And D is Al McKenzie. Let's go with Pierce. Pierce. So that's going to be C. That's a good SAT question. Usually it's C. I don't know. Answer, correct answer was B, John Garrett. And the answer is, who gives a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) This was a great idea. Let's do this and just completely... Anyone wake out there still? We just this, right. this is like an endurance test. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell with the lighting here, but it's kind of pinkish. It's dead fish, <laughs> or it could, it could be the dead fish or the strawberry um, banana. Um, do it! Smoothie. Do it! Do it! <laughs> oh. <coughs> see, I'll, I'll be eating these. I'll be swallowing these damn things. No, I don't give a fuck, Gene. <laughs> you don't give. I, I have enough of the flavor. I don't need to have shit down my throat. <laughs> what are we doing? The Deadpool movie review already? What are we doing? <laughs> All right, so we're now tied three, three. God. Going to five, I think. We agreed. Yep, we're doing five. Uh, 294. This is the only way the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Who aided? Aided. Dr. Doom in finally freeing the spirit of his mother, Cynthia, from Mephisto's realm. Uh-huh. A. Damien Hellstrong? Uh-huh. Hellstrom. B, Doctor Strange, uh-huh. C, Dormammu, uh-huh. or D, Dracula. I'm going to say Doctor Strange. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think I remember reading that somewhere. 847. <sighs> this is an unpleasant game. But it's fun for those who are listening. If, if there's anyone listening, it's just us. Oh, <laughs> this is good. Okay. 847. What is the absorbing man's enchanted weapon? It's a, penis. a mace. B, a crowbar. C, a hammer. D, a ball and chain. Ball and chain. Of course. Chain of fools. Yeah, that's the only thing that I love about the absorbing man. And that was the Avengers, yes. Yeah, yeah. You saw him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., didn't you? And they did that. I was very happy with it. <laughs> One of the few things that made me say, hey, I got to see that. What about Deathlock? Deathlock was fine, but I'm like, honestly, who the fuck? Who is Deathlock? The guy who got to play Gun on Angel. I know that. I know. That's the only reason why he's there. Hey, uh, can I play Deathlock? <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. I need to eat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're talking about the Avengers. Okay. So your number is 903. Which Captain America character was not created by Jack Kirby? A, Demolition Man. B, Cheer Chadwick. C, General Argyle Fist. What? Or D, William Torrey. D. D? Throw darts at a dartboard. 
fuck. A. Wow. Okay. The demolition man. Last step in your line. Don't mess with the demolition man. Well, what what flavor was that you were eating? I need, I need grass clippings. Okay. I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> but again, yeah. Just I get was... it down. Just get it down. Who cares? <laughs> Just get it down. All right. So the score now is four, four to three. Your favorite. My favorite. So may the odds be in my favor. We had this question already, I think. Um, yeah, I think we did. Um, in which series did the monster hunter Ulysses Bledson's ally Brad Carter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so do it again. Yeah, just pick it another. Okay, got it. And just let that ring up wrong, whatever, and yeah, then hit. I said Ghost Rider. The correct answer is B. Nick Fury, Agents of Shield. That's weird. That would do that again, but. Okay. So just hit the okay. Yeah. Okay, 1964. Okay. Jesus, come on, Gene. 1964, your category is... Uh, here we go. Category is Moon Knights. Ah. All right. <laughs> Good luck with this one. All right. Uh, which crime family murdered Frank Castle's family? A, Cicero. B, Neferia. C, Manfredi. Or D, Costa? I want to say Costa. Okay. D it is. And... You are correct. Lucky you. hey Keep going. hey hey Uh Your question is number 1781. We're looking at the Incredible Hulk. God. But no amazing Spider-Man question. We're just okay. Go keep going. But I don't know how to pronounce this. <clears throat> All right. Whom does the whom Gurathic Guranthic Guardian serve? So it's pronounced or spelled G apostrophe mm. U R A N T H I C Guardian. Okay. A. Santanish. <laughs> B. Tiboro. C. Nightmare. Or D. Dormammu. 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 Random guess. Your mamu. God damn it. Hate Eugene. And all do you stand for? I don't stand for much. <laughs> 475. 475 is a question about the Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. Your question is... Uh, glasses, damn it. 475, here we go. <laughs> Who turned out to be the masked uh, crime boss called the Big Man? Was it A, Frederick Force, For, Forcewell? B, was Wilson Fisk? Yeah. C, uh, Nick Lucky Lewis? Or D, Norman Osborn? B, Fisk. B. Fisk. It has to be. Fuck. You're kidding me. The answer was A. Frederick Foswell. Well, then, fuck that. Foswell. All ends, that's Foswell. No, that doesn't make sense. All right, so I have either toothpaste or berry blue. All right, good luck with that. 
It's toothpaste. <laughs> Good toothpaste. I'm sorry. So we're now tied. Sudden death round. Oh. But honestly, considering all the shit that I have. It's not bad. You can eat that. Yeah. It's minty. The fresh maker. Sudden death round. All you got to do is answer one wrong question. Eat one wrong jelly bean and it's all over. This is for 2462 is your question under Marvel time, whatever that means. Fuck. Okay, go ahead. What can Devil Slayer do with his shadow cloak? Okay, go ahead. Yep. A, open portals to other dimensions. Mm -hmm. B, cause it to obey his mental uh, commands. Mm -hmm. C, teleport over limited distance. Or D, all the answers above are correct. I D. God damn it. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm like, that's, that's like Cloak's power, but that's not... Right, exactly. But it's a double Slayer thing. 1531 is your question. Okay. Fifteen thirty one. This is the Incredible Hulk. 1531. Who killed Bruce Banner's father? Was it A, Brian Banner? Was it B, Bruce Banner? Was it C, Bruce Banner's mother? Or was it D, the Hulk? Uh, okay. Wow. I don't think Hulk would have killed people in the comics. I would say the mom. I would say two. Oh, no. Answer was B, Bruce Banner. He killed his father. Bruce Banner killed his own father. And slept with his mother, asked the Hulk. I don't know. (laughs) Surprise! Okay, it all could end on this. Monty pulls this jelly bean. And this this is the... um, Dead fish. No, this is either barf or peach. Oh, God, help you. And I don't like peach. So for all I know. You have to lose, lose. It's peach. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I can live with peach than barf. Here. It's my turn. I know. Read me the question. Your question is number 327. Mm-hmm. This is like a joyless experience. Neither <laughs> one of us is having a great time. It's like, okay. Well, mm-hmm. we're, we're dead on the inside. Okay. And now, tasting the flavor. But perhaps this will upset our stomachs and make our insides more alive. <laughs> at least digestively, I don't I know. I feel so alive, yet dead. All right, we're looking at the Fantastic Four. Okay. Again, question number 327. Which of the following gangsters was not actually a scroll from the planet Crawl? Oh my God. A. Boss Barker. Mm-hmm. What is the thing we call like the first letter, the first and letters, first and last name of the exact same letters? I don't know. Like Lois Lane, like Peter Parker. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Wade Wilson, I don't know. Yeah. Um, B. Sorry. Lippy Louie. 
C, Caesar Cicero, or D, Napoleon G. Robertson? Uh, I go with D, because it breaks the pattern. Right, Jelly Bean. It's C. Damn it. As in C, I don't give a fuck, because who cares? (laughs) Oh, God. All right, it's over. You win. <laughs> it's gotta taste like a pizza. It's mm. already been eaten. Uh, you know the second time pizza when you. Yeah. My oh. name is Bartholomew. Barf. Barf. Oh, unpleasant. So congratulations, Monty. You I'm won a... this round. Yeah. So I'm the king of Marvel trivia. A random guessing with. A oh, random with, guessing with, with obsessed with Marvel <laughs> trivia. <laughs> All right, that was fun. It was loads of fun, and I'm sure people listening to this were just like, "What the fuck is this?" I think they, they're they're napping now, right? <laughs> like, when are they gonna get to the damn fucking review? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna wash my mouth up with soap because I think that would make me feel a lot better. And then you want to take a quick break? <laughs> That'd be great, please. Then let's clean out our mouths. <laughs> Thank you. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I would say Rogue One has a more worn feel. And I love it for that because it looks a lot like New Hope where everything isn't shiny and plastic like the Star Trek films. We always talk about timelines and the franchises that we love. And now it's kind of like, okay, now we're going to do a Han story. Now we're going to do Obi-Wan story. People do still like to go into movies and watch things that are different, watch things that are not related to superhero franchises. With him, you might get the Russell West. Kevin Durant leaves and he goes, I'm not going anywhere. This is my team. I'm laid up it for the long haul. If you're into like very strategic style games and the co-op games in general, it's a highly recommended game overall. And it's a sense of depth and personality that would escalate fighting games to a higher degree. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Every week on the Podcast Radio Network and Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. All right, so we are now back to give you our review of Deadpool 2. So, movie came out back in 2016, so we've had a couple of years since then. We've had uh, Batman versus Superman. We've had Justice League. We've had Wonder Woman. We've had Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. We had Black Panther. We had Avengers. Uh, am I missing anything else? No, I think that was all the the major superhero players. Um, one of the things that I I enjoyed about the first movie was that I think it's, it's the timing of that movie coming up prior to I think Batman versus Superman, in which it was kind of like a parody of itself with the superhero genre, and it made a lot of reference to the goofiness, like the superhero landing, which I thought was hysterical. Whereas here, they kind of referenced that a bit, and I thought, I, I I don't know where I'm going to put this other than, you know, if you like the first one, which was nearly perfect, because it came out of nowhere, a rated R movie that's a superhero movie, breaking down the fourth wall, I just didn't feel like this was, like, fantastic. It was good. But it didn't really do enough for me. And considering all the movies that we I just mentioned, maybe it just is a little bit of uh, 
uh, fatigue coming in. I don't know. I mean, I was fine with it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it is clearly now, it's blockbuster movie time. Yeah. Uh, I it, thought the movie was perfectly passable. It's a, it's a summer blockbuster. It's a perfect popcorn movie. Um, everyone now knows kind of who Deadpool is, mm-hmm. unless you've been in a hole, which fine. Some people live in a hole. Or a hole. Sometimes you, there's a glowy hole. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Um, stop. Sometimes it's a black hole. I'm racist. I don't know. No. <laughs> Number eight. What? Terrible. Um, that's my Black Panther rating. Um, but it was perfectly fine. I was entertained enough, uh, but not... Not wow. Not blown out of my seat. Oh, my God, it's amazing. The plot was a little weird and contrived, and again, we're going to do spoilers here, so mm-hmm. spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. It's it's a little strange. Um, the, the, the movie doesn't follow a real straight narrative. There's a lot of flashbacks in it, and... Um, a lot of weird montages, I thought. Yeah. But the, the it opens up basically, and you know, yay, Marina Baccarat's there, and Deadpool's doing his Deadpool thing. But basically, uh, she gets killed off. Killed off pretty right early off, in the film, right, right off the bat. And I'm like, but wait a minute, because I saw her on on James Corden, the late late show, and like, yay, she's on you know Deadpool, and she's promoting it. And I'm like, she was good on the show, but having what I know now and referring back in my head to seeing her is like, you know, and I'm sure you're going to be having a good time with Deadpool. But it's just like, I can see something like I wasn't in it much because it's like, if that's the amount of screen time you get, you shouldn't be on the show promoting your movie that you're not in. That's, that's Ryan Reynolds job, you know, but he did Colbert, which was hysterical, uh, which I enjoy that. But it, it's weird because I kind of liked their relationship in the first one. So you take that out of that equation in the second one, and sure, you can argue that's the the driving force for Deadpool to put his heart in the right place, which I'm like, really? Mm. And the whole deal is about children, basically. It's a family picture. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was... It's weird. The jokes are still there. Yeah. But again, it's the airplane idea, but the jokes just keep throwing jokes. See what, what hits. Keeps going, keep going, keep going. Um, maybe maybe it'll be magic. It, it's very hard to get lightning to strike twice in the same bottle, you know. And right. It, it's fine. It's perfectly passable. And there there's stuff that I, I like. I was still taken back about uh, Deadpool being cut in half, and then he is still growing his, his uh, baby legs. Yes, and that sequence is pretty much funny as hell. I'm not gonna lie; it was funny as hell and shocking. Yeah, because kind I of like know. kind of like that Sharon Stone scene from Basic <laughs> Instinct, but and much if you different. Yeah, uh, if you get the reference, you'll understand what you'll see there too. I didn't want to see that, but it was right. still funny. So the thing is, what more can you do to a character that's constantly referring to the, the fourth wall? And honestly, I didn't think he was talking to the fourth wall, like to us, a hell of a lot. He did maybe a couple of moments here and there, but nothing like, holy shitballs, you believe this fucking guy did this to me and make us in on the joke? I didn't feel that. It was, again, <laughs> it's fine. It's just, it's just weird to me. It, did, it didn't pump you up. No, it's it's not, but it wasn't in Infinity War. Like when you're just sitting there watching the drama go on, like and you're so amazed by the team ups. It's like these are mediocre characters. 
you kind of know them from the other movie. Then we do the X-Force thing and the idea. You introduce a whole team, and then things that happen happen to the team. Right. And it's kind of like, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, you get the teaser at the end of the movie where Deadpool comes out uh, a la Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller's Day. The first movie, yeah. And it's like, maybe we'll do Cable or X-Force or get uh, Cure Knightley. Right. So at least to fulfill two of the three promises. But it's like, well, just because you said you wanted to get them doesn't mean you should have gotten to do them. But Josh was fine. I actually like Josh Brolin a lot as Cable. Although, as a comic book guy, I don't know much about him. Because uh, it reminds me of another character like Bishop, who is also from the future. I'm like, I don't understand. Other than he's a mutant thing, and his powers is what to put guns together. That's that's the thing. I think if you if you go into the comic book storylines, it's just more confusing. I don't think Deadpool is that mainstream a character. He's definitely kind of a side character, and he's amazingly popular. But he's not nearly as popular as Wolverine. Right. Say as an example, uh, he's just fourth wall popular and that zany character. Kind of thing, which which delivers here, but it's it's strange because you really don't want to go into his past. I know there's a, a whole series of books with with Deadpool and Cable. I know they do. Uh, there's a whole series about that, that that's gone on for many years. I I don't have any interest in, in reading those though, but it's nice to see them in the same movie, mm-hmm. and again, well well done. I think overall, you, you get the basic gist of the whole thing, and if you want to, you can pick up the books. But I yeah. I don't know if he's just kind of just sitting there like. All right, it's mildly entertaining, and it's fine, but it's yeah. not. It's not. It's fun, but it's not memorable. Right. I mean, at one point, he's Deadpool's recruiting uh, his X Force team, and it just like this just looks like Mystery Men to me, which I love Mystery Men a lot more because we got to know the characters. So once he assembles his team, and Terry Crews, who I adore from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he was on the, <laughs> the Daily Old Show, Spice commercials, the Old Spice commercials. So you know he was excited to be in this movie, and I, less than five minutes later, he's he's toast. I'm like, really? You wasted not that he was a tremendous talent, but you, you wasted a great talent, and he's done. He didn't do anything. You know he was excited to be on Deadpool. And he didn't want to tell his family until it was announced. And like, but that's kind of cool. But then that's it. Seriously, that's kind of bullshit. And I felt the exact same way with uh, Marina's uh, character at the very beginning. You know, she gets killed off pretty early. I'm like, wow, that's how you're gonna go and start off the story. So I think it it, it takes me a while to kind of get back into the mood of things because you killed off a great character. And you set up other characters to kind of let's move the story forward, and you kill them off. So you're going right back to the core of Deadpool, kind of keeping up with Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, chick. And even then, it just feels like it's it's searching for something that it tries to recapture, but excuse me, I don't think it does it a hundred percent. I think Domino uh, is fantastic in it. I don't know too much about the character. That's okay. But it was very enjoyable. And the fact is, her powers is that she has good luck. So anything that she is doing, it's always bad for the other person. And I actually kind of dug her a lot. And I love the, the two-colored eye thing. 
I love her fro. I just loved the character a lot. But, you know, she was part of the process. And, you know, the two of them, of Deadpool and, and Domino, bickering at each other, it's like, no, I'm not going to be in your group. No, yes, you are. That kind of thing. It was kind of funny. And, like, you could have expanded upon that with the rest of the team. Um, so it was just kind of like, it, you already have an established character. Let's add more characters to the mix to kind of flush out Deadpool, you know. And it just didn't go anywhere, and I was really kind of bummed by that. Yeah, it, it turns out it's a it's a story about I, I don't know fatherhood or, or the idea of of, of looking after kids because he he the, the the kid, but you barely understand the kid. You don't know who he is. He's just kind of thrown in there, and the idea is to protect him. Right, it's, it's an escort mission movie, basically. It's not as if he doesn't want a family. He does want a family. But, of course, uh, Miranda's killed off very easily. So the problem lies, it's not as if it's a, a character arc for Deadpool to, to follow up on. It's not like he doesn't want kids at first, and he's forced in the situation to have kids or work with this kid. And then by the end, he's a changed person. Right. It's it's a cliche story about the, I want to have kids. Oh, no, the woman I love is dead and killed. I go into a depression for a little bit. But then there's another kid I have to say, but I don't care anymore. And then, you know, I, I do something silly. I end up in prison with the kid. I'm not really the kid's friend. The kid hears me. He hates me. And then I get out of prison. It's just weird. It's just predictable. Yeah. You've seen this already. It's, it's You've never seen it like this. But it's And then the, the whole teen thing. And then the big reveal, the the twist at the end with the juggernaut. Sorry, yeah. spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But yeah, okay, fine. I don't yeah, know. That's that's the thing that kind of like after the hype of what I love with the first one, this one just didn't pay off a big time. Now, if you wait till the mid credit scene, the post credit scene, in which. Deadpool uses the, I guess, the time the, the, uh, thing that Cable has. Yeah, Cable's time-traveling device. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead Girl is able to fix that device, so he's able to go somehow back in time several times <coughs> to clean up the timeline, which is fucking hysterical. The fact that he goes back to the Wolverine Origins movie to kill himself <laughs> is fucking fantastic. And then he goes one better. Yes. And that's the kill himself. And you're laughing. And I like the way he went back to, to help Peter. Yeah. Who, you know, he's the only one that's not insane. But I, I don't know. It was, it's all right. I was entertained, but only mildly entertained. Not, not you know. Do you want to see it again? Uh, no, not really. I'll wait for it to be on DVD, maybe. And then will you buy it, or are you just going to rent it? I'll probably rent it. It's not something, even digitally, I'm like, I don't think I would want that in my collection. I can do without this one. I mean, the only reason why I would keep it, Domino, Negasonic. Negasonic, Teenage Warhead. And, you know, I I thought she was hot in the first one. Here, she's a little bit more slimmed down, but I'm like, has a better haircut. Yeah, and and (coughs) more accessorized. Yeah. And I'm like... She's got the LBTG thing going on. Yeah. And it's it doesn't affect me a bit. I know I just I, you know. want to nail them anyway, um, but you know, and colossal is still colossal. Sus, sus. 
I love Colossus. The thing is, like, I'm like, I I don't even know what you're doing with this character anymore. Yeah, because he's always. I mean, the one moment that I'm like, oh, that's clever. It's like you have Deadpool, you know, riding around in Professor X chair. You know, it's like, can't the fucking studio throw me a bone and give me some more X Men? And he's seen into the next room, the other X Men characters, and they just two quick, seconds and you close, close the, the door. door. That's what I want to see more of. Cleverness like that. And you get that in the end when he is killing himself. It's like, this movie is going to make me a star. And that was the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> so he shoots himself. And I think that's hysterical. So that's the kind of thing that I like. I want it more of. I liked enough to watch this movie, but it doesn't make me feel like I want to see this again. Nor do I want to own it. All right, so here's a question for you. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, press <coughs> press for this that said, like, this movie is better than Avengers Infinity War. Or this, or Star Wars Solo is better than Infinity War, which you can get anyone to say that. But do you think that is true? No. No, me neither. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> That's like saying, you know... Star Trek Into Darkness is so much better than Star Wars Force Awakens. Well, no. <laughs> I, I would not, one, put them in the same category. Two, I've grown to at least like Force Awakens, not Into Darkness. But that's a side story. But with Deadpool, look, I the reason why this first movie worked is because it was balls out you did the unpredictable thing. Right. And the unthinkable. We've never seen a rated R uh, superhero film since Blade. Yeah. In my opinion. Or, or The Watchmen, technically speaking. But something that was funny. Right. That was legitimately, all right, we're going to give you gore. We're going to give you nudity. We're going to say things we're and do be, things you've yeah. never seen before. Right. We'd have Ryan Reynolds in weird sexual positions that it's something for the guys with Miranda Baccarat and Ryan Reynolds right. for the girls. And or the LGBT, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and it's fine. Just but, but this one, I, and we, we talked about this too uh, moments before we start recording. You know, <laughs> what a quiet moments we're talking about this movie because it's difficult. To, why didn't this work? It should have been, yeah. should have been more on board. I don't, was we it can me? talk about the, you? the initial problem. You had to, the writer of the first movie. Right. Was kicked off the project. By Ryan Reynolds, I believe. Yeah. They just have a different sort of opinion. Um, because the, the director wanted to go bigger budget. Because the small the first one was a much smaller budget. Right. And I think that's the appeal because you are forced to be more creative. So what you can do with a limited budget kind of makes better decisions sometimes. Uh, but Ryan wanted to keep it smaller. But that was one thing. Uh, the stunt woman accident that caused the death of the stunt woman, um, which we don't know if it was because she was playing Domino. It was, uh, it was a motorcycle accident. It was a motorcycle accident that shut down production. But it didn't seem like it affected the storyline, or at least I didn't see where that would have played anyway. Right. Because it, it was edited out. Um, but that could be like any movie that you would have situations like uh, Vic Morrow in the Twilight mm-hmm, Zone movie mm-hmm. that had... The it was a horrible tragic death. accident, yeah, yeah, where they were beheaded. Oh. But then you have to worry about, well, you have to make this movie a hit. Ryan Reynolds' career was really 
on a downward spiral with R.I.P.D., <laughs> with Green Lantern. Some people like those movies. Not. Kidding. Yeah, I mean, I, I've tried. And even when we had breakfast earlier this morning, they were mm-hmm. playing Wolverine's Origin, and there's... But they correct that. Right, which is funny. <laughs> they erased that from the timeline. No, I don't. <clears throat> and I'm glad that that happened. So happy. Laughter, laughter, laughter. So I think what it is is like you have to acknowledge that this movie is not great, but acknowledge it in the movie. Like, can you believe this shit? But that's the thing. The movie is in itself self-aware. It is its own uh, organism. I, I don't think it's enough. I, I don't think so either because you, you chose to take out a major character in the first few moments of the film. Right. And that completely misdirects everything. Mm-hmm. You know? And he dies like three times and the movie goes back. And Why can't I get in? Why, you know... Right, it becomes like, a little oh more God, somber than just, funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, the story's flawed. Yeah. The basic story's flawed, uh, predictable, and, and nothing special, essentially. But Ryan Reynolds, Josh Brolin, Zazzy Beats, amazing performances, even, even cameos from Brad Pitt for a second. That one second. <laughs> one second. <laughs> As the Vanisher. Yeah. Which, that was funny. You know, if you him, caught it. Him jumping out. No, like jumping out, and right. it's just a parachute. Right. And, and, like, just, and he cut to the shot of the empty <laughs> parachute just flying. You're like, really? Is there someone in there? I don't know. But that's funny. But high winds. Just right. learned a lesson. Don't jump out of a ship with or playing with high winds. Don't do it. Um, and and I like the way they were like, oh, that, that. they would say a, a lame joke or a lame plot thing. They go, that's just weak writing. That's just weird. That was right, like, and that's exactly. Thank you for being self-aware about that. Right. But yeah, the whole thing is played with weak writing. Right, and that's what I wanted more of, because you know this is not working. But the whole it's lazy writing. It could work. It could have worked. I know, and I think it would have helped more of that. But that's I mean it's after the fact. You know, we're not doing Monday morning quarterbacking, uh, analyzing what should have, could have, would have. No, because there's more movies to come. There's Solo next week. Yes. Yeah, and there's other things. This could be buried uh, in a week or two. Or literally just next week. Because it, what, it, it did well enough in the box office. 125 uh, for a uh, three-weekend day thing. And now it's up to, I think, 137. Okay. With a four-day week. And, but uh, not against... strong. Not really strong. I mean, fine. It beat uh, the Avengers Infinity War. But it... Of course, it's going to beat it the first weekend out. Right. Uh, but with Solo being a memorial weekend, and you have Donald Glover in the mix, you know, coming it's off. so topical right now. Right. So I think that's what's not going to have any staying power. So I wouldn't be surprised the drop-off would be more than 50% following next week because of the weekend. So we'll see what happens with that. I can't believe I'm so unenthusiastic about Solo. It's a Star Wars movie. Gene, you love Star I know. I just don't care about that one. Why not? Well, I got the action figures already, all right? Yeah, fine. But And I never go out opening day. Yeah, but Gene, aren't you, don't you care? Like, I don't know. Well, the telltale sign is that normally when Star Wars... There's no lightsabers in this one. Well, even with that... There's no sex Rogue in the one, Well, Rogue One had lightsabers at the end. Um, <laughs> For two seconds. For well, two seconds, but... Fucking, fucking amazing seconds. You made Darth Vader cool um, again, yes. Since Force Awakens, I've taken my kids to the first showing on the first day. I've taken them out of school. I love that. I love that you got your argument with your son 
And and you're like, no, we're not doing that tomorrow. We're doing that on Friday. And you, yeah, I'll put you off school. Not not Thursday, no Friday. Yeah. And then I'm um, you hang up and you're like, okay, bye. I'm like, what? You're taking your kids to school for to see Force Force Awakens. You're like, yeah. I'm like, why? Because that's what the cool dads do, Gene. That's what the cool dads do. And I'm a cool dad. I was like that. And so that's are. and that's exactly what my remember mom, that right. to the end of time. And that's what my mom allowed me to do when. Return of the Jedi came came out. I got off from school. Not even going so to school. So lucky. I saw the first show, 8 o'clock in the morning. 8 o'clock in the eight, morning? 8 o'clock in the morning. The anyway. cinema wasn't even open today till like 12.30. And the showing was at 1 o'clock. 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, jeez. So Different I, times, man. But that's the kind of memory that I have enjoying that process. Standing online and getting to watch this. Remember the people jumping out of their seats as the second Death Star blew up. And it was just... An amazing experience. So I wanted the kids to have the exact same kind of feelings when we see Star Wars. But what came into Solo, <laughs> that's like, so kids, you want to get out of school? No. I'd rather learn something new. <laughs> when the kids say, no, I don't want to get out of school to watch Solo. Oh, dear God. It's a free day off, kids. What's wrong with you? You could have had four days <laughs> off. But I'm like, no, we're good. We'll watch it, but we can wait. Yeah, so I, I, I don't, that's I'm... not a good sign. But the thing is, it's such it's such a franchise. It's going to run over everything, I think. And and the thing is, I don't care who the guy is. It's not my first choice. He's the guy from Baby Driver. <laughs> Just... Right. Now, let me ask you the question, because after we get Solo done, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp in July. Oh, so looking forward to that. So Do you think that'll be a bigger comedy hit? Than Deadpool? Than Deadpool 2. I hope so. I, I think it will it. be only because... The thing is, it's like, that is connected to the MCU. Right, so... You're a tangent, Deadpool. Right, so you want to know what happened or acknowledge what has happened. You want some levity because you need to have that sorbet cleaning, but because it's PG-13... But that's the weird thing about... Okay, the PG-13 thing right. works for your favor. Right. The second thing is that if you know about it, and I don't know, it's been 10 freaking years. If you don't know... What the MCU is, right? You haven't been alive for the past ten years because mm-hmm. everyone's heart is beating for more Marvel, in my opinion. Right. I don't give a fuck about the Star Wars universe. Oh god, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> As you're squinting in pain. I do like the stuff, but I, you're going the wrong direction. You're just you're killing the magic. Kathleen Kennedy, stop killing the magic. I get you have this amazing franchise, but you're by by putting out a movie every year, you're diluting the, the, no, the magic we, of it, we, and we it's not about fun this. anymore. And you're going to build a theme park and you freaking canceled Star Wars weekends? How dare you? I know you're building a hotel, but... That's because every day will be Star Wars day. Less is more. <laughs> That's the idea. Less is more. More is not more. More is just... I know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just... But anyway, getting back to the point, uh, Ant-Man versus and the Wasp, I'm still looking forward to that. Because you know what? For me, personally, the Avengers movie was so depressing... Mm-hmm. Again, I went to it twice. Not a single person clapped at the end. Everyone's in shock. Right. <laughs> Everyone's just like, did Spider-Man just die? Did Spider? Did, did Black Panther just fucking die? Right. Now, you would think, hey, Deadpool, that will be what Ant-Man and Wasp could bring. I didn't feel that at all. No. No! All right, so unfortunately, this is the end of the Deadpool 2 movie review with Mr. Gene and I. And I do apologize, but I ran into 
some technical difficulties with my laptop, which I am still dealing with many weeks later. So I am lucky enough to get this finally finished. And I do apologize for the lengthy delay in all this, but I am still out of commission. So it could still be another couple of weeks before I get up to speed. So I do apologize for that, but I hope you did enjoy our time together talking about Deadpool 2 as doing the Marvel trivia with the bean boozled jelly beans. So it was a lot of fun, even though it sounded a little bit tired. But then again, it was a very long day. Kind of like right now, how my day hasn't started, but it feels like it's a very long day. So in the meantime, please feel free to email me at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. Just because I'm not doing any podcast does not mean I'm not actively on the social media account. So please, you can still interact with me that way at the very least. So thank you for listening to Mr. Gene and I and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.